Well, <laughs> you you may recall that roughly three thousand seven hundred years ago, this uh, consequential mountain has had an outsized role in bringing morality to civilization. And since the United Nations Climate Conference was meeting nearby, and things are not going well in terms of climate change uh, and and leadership worldwide, including in Israel. We we need a wake up call, and we need we need essentially a a new set of ten climate commandments. We need a new covenant between humanity and the earth, or or else we're going to be violating some of the traditional commandments, like do not kill. And so it just couldn't ignore the fact that world leaders were failing the world and the planet nearby. And uh, we were gifted with the proximity uh, between Israel, Mount Sinai, and Sharm el-Sheikh. So we're hearing from the climate conference that the delegates are struggling to meet the target of limiting the rise in temperatures to 1.5 degrees Celsius. Explain to our listeners why this target is so important and what will happen if it's not reached. If it's not reached, meaning that if the, each nation, including Israel, doesn't reduce their greenhouse gas emissions by about 50% in seven years, then what will happen is there's going to be an acceleration, an exponential ex- acceleration of bad things that will happen. So, for example, the warming is already melting you know, ice caps or uh, permafrost in Siberia, right? Siberia was on fire recently. When that happens, there's trapped methane gas, you know, under that ice. And so when the more melting releases more methane, methane is 84 times more potent to greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide. And so it will, it will increase the warming. If, the, if, if there's increased warming, the, the western ice sheet of Antarctica falls in the ocean and and sea levels can rise 10 feet, you know, globally, right? And the implications are, again, will be in violation of thou shalt not murder. And so we, we gotta, like the world can re- regenerate itself if we're able to give it a chance. If it goes above 1.5 degrees Celsius, then we're toast. What about Israel? Are we doing our part? <laughs> we're doing our part uh, for doom and destruction. Uh, you know, that our energy is about 90% fossil fuels, and the last governments, and probably the new one, is just going to continue the gas monopoly for another generation or two. We in the Arava, from the Red Sea to the Dead Sea, we're already past 100% solar during the day. And frankly, that's what Israel should strive to be in 2030. If we were 100% solar during the day, by 2030, we would automatically have cut our greenhouse gas emissions in half and been a good player. But uh, we see in Hebrew, Hon Shilton, the intersection of politics and the um, the uh, the big money in this country have unfortunately dominated our energy and climate policies. So Israel has great technology, but man, are we failing the world? We're at the bottom of the OECD. I want to talk a little bit about solar energy because you were one of the pioneers uh, of this uh, new wave in in Israel. When you say the uh, alliance between capital and power is stopping 
the wide-scale development of solar energy in Israel. What do you mean? How do they go about it? How can they stop entrepreneurs like yourself uh, um, spreading this clean form of energy in Israel, which, of course, is a very hot country and a very technologically advanced country? It seems that is the obvious solution. Indeed. We'll just, we'll just share the economics. Solar energy in Israel today is one-third the price of gas. And so you would think the market would correct itself, right? And that therefore we would make the switch. However, the finance ministry, which has been the main proponent of the gas, and it's hard to explain really why, um, they don't give tax benefits for rooftops and shared buildings. So if you're wealthy and you have your own private roof, you can make money and put solar on your roof. But 80% of Israelis lived in shared homes and there's no tax exemption on the VAT on shared homes. And so that is a decision which only helps the gas companies maintain their monopoly, for example. But also, you know, for 10 years, we've been telling the um, government build more grid lines from the south, the Negev, where it's sunniest and where there's most land, to the center and the north. And they haven't. Instead, they've been investing in gas pipelines. And so the, even if we could bring more fields on... Uh, we, there would, there's not even a grid to connect. And so all policy has been towards slowing solar so they can justify more drilling, more gas rigs. And it means we have, we're overpaying for our energy and it's dirty energy, which means we're bad actors, unfortunately, in the climate. And so the smashing of the tablets is like, wake up, people. We are, we are being immoral. And, and we, need a, we need a drastic change because... The, the idol here that needs to be smashed is fossil fuels. And Israel and the world is doing precious little to take that seriously in, in the coming seven years. 